Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to the Confessions of a Server podcast. I am your host, Quaylen Harris, the mind behind Confessions of a Server, where you can find me on Facebook and YouTube if you search Confessions of a Server or on Instagram at Confessions of underscore a Server. Now, even though it is called Confessions of a Server, my platform and this podcast, and most of my content is aimed towards me being a server and server life. The one thing I don't talk about much is for about three years, I actually bartended as well. Um, when I was working at Longhorn Steakhouse, that's where I mainly bartended for three years. I didn't hate my time as a bartender, but... I hated bartending, if that makes any sense at all. Like, I'm able to be more myself when I'm less busy. And as a server, I'm less busy. I'm able to interact with my guests. I'm able to joke around and just be more of who I am when I'm a server than when I was a bartender. Because as a bartender, at least at Longhorn, that's where I'm going to mainly speak about my experiences when I was at Longhorn. Not only did you have to take care of your guests around the rail, which was a pretty big uh, bar that we had. You also had to make drinks for the servers, which is, you know, normal, normal stuff. But you also had to do things like gift cards and to-go, and which was different because... Me coming from Outback, we had a to-go person, but not a Longhorn, at least the time that I was there. I don't know if that's the same now because I haven't worked there in about six or seven years, but the bartenders had so much to do, gift cards, to-go, make drinks, take care of the bar rail, um, run your own food sometimes, especially in the morning where the staff was less, there wasn't as many servers, everyone was taking care of their own guests, um, or if they were just back to rolling silverware and no one was helping you out running food and stuff like that, making sure your bar was stocked. We had to change our own keg. So we had to do a lot as a bartender, and I didn't like that because then I felt like my time with my guests was being hindered, and I wasn't able to interact with my guests. So I didn't hate my time as a bartender. I loved um, hanging out with my co coworkers back there, like when we would work together, had good, good work ethic, or what's the word I'm looking for? Good, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
add good uh, chemistry. That's it. Good chemistry. <laughs> I had great chemistry with a lot of my coworkers when we were bartending, and it was a lot of fun back there. But I just hated being that busy where I couldn't give my guests all of me and my personality. So with that being said, this episode is going to be based around bartenders and bartending. So I have a mini rant that's going to be from bartenders to servers. I have my hot take that's going to be speaking to bartenders and my advice that's speaking to bartenders. And then my confession that's going to be one of my first shifts as a bartender. So with that being said, let's get into this mini rant. Dear servers, stop annoying your bartenders. It's bad enough that we're stuck behind the bar by ourselves, getting our asses handed to us while we're busy with very little help from our managers because they're either taking care of stuff that's going on in the kitchen or they're hanging out in the office doing God knows what. And we don't need you to come up and do little things that make us even more annoyed. I understand that you probably don't know that you're doing these things or that we're getting annoyed, but trust me, some of the stuff servers do to bartenders annoy us. And some bartenders won't speak up. Not me. I certainly would, but some would not. What are some things that annoy bartenders that servers do? One, stop sprinting up to the bar as soon as you hit send on the POS and expecting your drinks to be there waiting for you. The ticket isn't even fully printed off and you're asking where your drink is. Go run some food, check on your tables, and when you come back, I'll have your three mixed drinks and four frozen drinks waiting for you. But give us some time to actually make your freaking drink. Also, number two, if you see me talking to a bar guest or you see me making another drink or you see me cleaning off the bar, taking uh, dishes to the back and stuff like that, don't interrupt me asking me where your drink is or telling me you have a drink. I know the drink. I know that ticket's there. And I'm not going to forget your drink most of the time. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I do need a little reminder, but most of the time I'm not going to forget your drink. And I understand that your tables are important, but so are my, my bar guests. So are the other drinks that I'm making. All right. There's only most of the time one or two bartenders making drinks for the entire restaurant and taking care of their guests as well. So I don't need you to sit here and point out that your ticket has been sitting there for 14 seconds, okay? Now, there are some things that you can do as a server that makes you not annoying. One, getting ice. If, if you want to put a smile on your bartender's face, grab them ice without being asked to 
Oh my gosh. I would ne- I I never forgot people who would get ice for me whenever they felt like I need to, or would just like check and look over to see if I need ice and just grab it for me. I had one coworker, Matt, I'm not going to say his last name. I haven't worked with this man for over six years, but till this day, I remember every time that he worked, he always hooked me up with ice and I would, make his drinks before other people's. I, I I would do it. I would sit here and admit it. He would get his drinks before other people because I knew that he was taking care of me. So I was going to take care of him. I, I was going to make sure his drinks were one of my main priorities because he would get me ice without me having to ask him. So that's definitely one thing you as a server could do to help your bartender out. Another thing, at the end of the night, if you see the bar has a bunch of dishes or might be dirty, might need a wipe down and you're sitting there waiting for the bartender to count your money, give you a reading readout or whatever, help them bust their bar, wipe stuff down, take some dishes back. You're sitting there wanting some me to do something for you. Do that for them. That's another thing. If someone did that for me, they saw my bar was dirty because I just got like that late night rush and everyone got up at the same time. Yeah, and, and I'm trying to cash out other people. And I see you just walk over, grab a couple of dishes, take them in the back for me. I'm taking your money, cashing you out before everyone else who's sitting there waiting. We're a team. And that's showing teamwork. Did I get in trouble for doing that? Skipping people? Yep. Did I care? Nope. Because... Just like I said, we're a team. That person helping me bust my bar was showing better teamwork than everyone else who was just standing there waiting and looking at my bar and not doing anything. So yeah, I would take their money. I would give them reading. I would do whatever I needed to for that person before others. And others learned. Like I had other servers who were like, oh yeah, Quaylen won't won't help you if you don't help bust his bar. Damn right, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what we're supposed to do, though, right? As a team. Um, and third, one thing that you could do to help your bartenders is just simply ask if they need any help. Most of the time, they're just going to say, yeah, hook us up with some ice. Something very simple that we know you can do. Yeah, I just ran out of limes. Can you just go grab me a few from the, from the walk-in? Boom. Easy, simple things like that make you stand out as a server. And I guarantee that if you're not annoying and you do some of these things, you will become one of your bartender's favorite servers on the entire staff. Bet money on that one. Now, let me go on and put my server apron back on for this hot take because uh, there's some bartenders out here that needs to hear this. And I'm sorry, I might ruffle a few feathers, but I don't care. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you listening. And I'm sorry if you're going to get mad at me for what I'm about to say, but y'all need to hear this. Bartenders, you are not above everyone else on the staff just because you're a bartender. Let me say that again for the bartenders in the back who didn't hear me. Bartenders, 
You are not above everyone else on the staff just because you're a bartender. I am going to say that for a third time. Bartenders, you are not above everyone else on the staff because you are a bartender. Yes, bartending should be a privilege. It should be a promotion. You are now in charge of the bar. Your managers expect more from you, trust you to deal with money, so on and so forth. It should be a privilege, but let's be real here. A lot of the reasons some people are bartenders are because their place of employment is understaffed and you're there to fill a position. I'm being honest. Hey, that's what happened with me. We needed bartenders. I've been on the staff longer than some of the others. And they said, Quaylen, do you want to become a bartender? Not because I I outshined everyone else or uh, showed that I could handle this, that, and the other. No, they needed to fill a position and I was next in line. And that's the reason why a lot of you either got your job as a bartender or are bartending now. I'm not saying that you couldn't evolve into a good bartender. Hey, I did. I certainly did. But I'm just being honest here. That is why you are bartending. Also, you might be bartending because people who were bartenders didn't want to do it anymore. And they're actually better at bartending than you are. I was a very, very good bartender. I'm not going to say I was the best because there's always people out there who are better than you. But as my managers, I was one of the better bartenders that we had. I used to open the bar Monday and Tuesday. I would close the bar Wednesday and I would be mid on Saturday. I would have Thursday, Friday and Sunday off. That was my schedule for a year. I got burned out and I did not want to bartend anymore. So me not wanting to bartend anymore, they had to fill that position. They had to put someone else in that position that I vacated because I wanted to go back to serving because I just like serving better than bartending. Like I said in my mini rant, I just like serving better than bartending. So I would be better than some of these people who they were replacing me with. Even after I left that restaurant, went to other ones. I knew how good of a bartender I was. I chose not to do it. But I was still better than the other ones there. And I would have to remind some people, stop getting cocky back there thinking that you're better than servers because you're not. I'm a better bartender than you. I just choose not to do it. So let's keep that in mind as well. You're not above other staff members when there are people on your staff who can do your job better than you can. All right. Switching gears a little bit. Bartenders who work in bars, you are not better than bartenders who work in restaurants. You're not. Most of the time that bartending or that bar bartending is actually an easier job than restaurant bartending. Especially here in my city, the local bars, because most of the time all you're doing is opening beers and making vodka sodas. Very easy, basic drinks. 
you're not actually remembering how to make all the drinks on the menu, seasonal drinks and stuff like that. And and listen, I'm for those bartenders who are out there setting drinks on fire, who work in bars where you have to be like throwing bottles and stuff in the air and catching them and doing this, that, and the third, you're getting uh, nominated for bartender of the year and stuff. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> you guys are above every single uh, server and bartender ever. This is not for you. Keep doing your job. I could never do that. Y'all are fucking awesome. But for the other bar bartenders, you guys are not above restaurant bars bartenders. And I hate that people in their mind, they have that. Oh, you're just a restaurant bartender. You're not a real bartender. Fuck. I'm not. I'm sitting here. I, I've, I've sat at bars before and told the bartender how to make a certain drink. I've sat at bars before and told the bartender how to change a keg. I've sat at bars before and told bartenders what kind of liquor or something that they're looking for. Do you know how many bar bartenders have came up to me while I'm sitting at the bar and asked what Stoli was? Because on the bottle, it doesn't just say Stoli. So just because you are a bar bartender does not mean you are better than a restaurant bartender. All right. And I will end it by saying this one more time. Bartenders, you are not above other staff members just because you're a bartender. If you want to have this conversation and you want to get your side of the story out on why you think that bartenders are above other staff members in the restaurant because you are a bartender. Hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on Instagram. Facebook is a confession of a server. I don't know why my voice just did that. Sorry about that. And then Instagram confessions of underscore server. This might be, I'm when, when this episode airs, Check my Instagram story because I'm going to make this a story post where we can go on to have this conversation. All right. This advice is for the bartenders and don't worry, it's going to be quick, short and to the point. If you're the kind of bartender that refers to it as my bar, stop because you're coming off looking like an anxious, controlling prick. And it's not your bar. It's the owner's bar. It's the the company's bar. But it's not your bar. So instead of saying my, let's go on and switch that to the. Hey, could you take this up to the bar? Oh, just going to put it on the bar. Get back from behind the bar. Because remember, it's not your bar. It's not my bar. If you were to leave or get fired from that job, you're not going to take the bar with you, right? So it's not yours. Do this and you won't sound so much like a prick. Forgive me. 
for this confession, we're going to go back to one of my first bartending shifts I ever was by myself. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, I've, I've said this story before, so you probably heard it already, but it's still a fun little story that I like to tell. You know, you're bartending, especially if you're a new bartender, that first shift, the first few shifts are just crazy. Those are the shifts that people come in and order drinks that you didn't even know were on the menu, that you never practiced. Every single keg blows. The little gremlin comes in during the night and switches all the liquor around because nothing is where you thought it was and everything's in a completely new position or you're looking for alcohol that you don't even have in the restaurant. Those first few bartending shifts are very stressful. And I remember mine. I remember them like the back of my hand because that's when I learned a lot of things. I had a couple come in. Awesome couple. They were they were so cool, so laid back, great couple. And in my mind, the bar was probably super busy. The whole restaurant was super busy, but honestly, they're my only guests that I had that entire time. <laughs> um the guy comes in, he orders a beer. She orders a strawberry margarita, which is like a breath of fresh air. So I'm like, oh, thank God you didn't order like a Mai Tai or something else that I just don't remember how to make at this point in time. I can make a strawberry margarita, right? So I do my thing. Boom. Make it. I'm sitting there shaking it in front of her. You know, I pour it out. It looks so beautiful. We used to have these little rock candies for strawberry margaritas that we put on top. So good. It was a pitcher perfect margarita. Now, Longhorn, I don't know if it's how it was at all of them, but the one that I was have our service well, there's a wall between the the bar side where all the guests sat and then the service well. So you'd make your drinks at the service well. After I pour this lady her drink, I'm walking back over to the service well, really cocky and everything. Like, yeah, I just slayed that drink. Mm. She takes a sip. I hear like she calls me back over before I get to where I was. She was like, this is honestly the best margarita I have ever tasted, which made me even more cocky. So I turned back around. I started walking back over there to clean up. I'm like, yeah, it's the best margarita she ever tasted. Mm. In my mind, I'm doing a little dance. I like, mm, killed it. Yeah. I get to where I made the drink to put uh, the bottles and everything away, there was only three ingredients that I had out. Strawberry mix, the sour mix, and triple sec. I didn't put tequila in her margarita. (laughs) I didn't put the main ingredient to a margarita in this margarita. I didn't put tequila in it at all. She was sitting there drinking strawberry mix, sour, and triple sec. And she loved it. Mine, she just said it was the best margarita she ever had. Oh. <laughs> And I'm sitting there like looking 
like at the lady and like at the drinks and one of my coworkers standing there, she's like, why do you have that look on your face? I'm like, so you see that lady sitting at 103? Yeah, I didn't put tequila in her margarita. <laughs> and she drank it. She drank it all. She ordered two more. So, of course, me, I have to be consistent. So, even with her other two, I didn't put tequila in those either. <laughs> and the great thing is, by the time she was, like, in the middle of her third margarita, she was acting as if she was super drunk. Like, slurring her words and, like, leaning on her husband and stuff. And I'm like, ma'am, come on. Come on, man. You don't have any, you have not had one drop of tequila in any of your margaritas. There's no way you're drunk off a of triple sec. <laughs> oh boy. So yeah, from that point on, I made sure tequila was the first thing I always poured in any of my margaritas. So I never forgot it ever again. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Confessions of a Server podcast. Like always, feel free to reach out to me and send me your hot takes, your confessions, things you've gotten away with, because I would love to hear them. And I'm going to start using the best ones on this podcast. Hit me up on Facebook, Confessions of a Server, Instagram, Confessions of underscore a server, and you can even email me confessions of a server at gmail.com send them to me and if you don't want to be mentioned you want to keep your story anonymous don't worry i won't mention your names but if you send me a really good one soon i will be reading them on this podcast all right thanks so much it's been real it's been fun it's been real fun peace out